0: Hey guys it's Rich here from JFabe. This week I'm on holiday so this podcast is recorded from my executive suite somewhere in the woods where I'm enjoying some downtime between recording this podcast in the evenings and doing my usual day job in the city. Even though I'm getting in touch with nature, me and Jay have found a way to continue podcasting throughout this week. So this week's episodes are all phone calls recorded today, the day that this is released. We are available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Stitcher. If you contact us via Anchor, we have a message box where you can leave a message. We will be happy to respond to any great messages on the show that we can. We are currently 100% ad-free while I build the infrastructure to ensure we give you the best listening experience for years to come. Jay is currently manning the podcast on Twitter. That is JFabe Podcast. That's at JFabe Podcast. That is at JFabe Podcast. I am Rich JFabe on Twitter or at RJFABE. If you like us, please feel free to let us know through Twitter or Facebook. I believe Jay's going to be manning one of those soon as well. Please keep an eye out as we will be announcing our YouTube highlights channel soon, where you will be able to hear short clips from some of our podcast best bit over the rest of WrestleMania season, along with stuff that didn't quite make the podcast and some other exclusive content as well. Please keep an ear out for that. We'll be dropping shows on Raw, SmackDown and NXT as we build towards our WrestleMania access week. We're looking to increase... Increase our output after our exclusive fast lane special which is going to be released at midnight on Monday the 11th of March. That is 12am GMT 7pm Eastern on Monday the 11th of March. So if you're in the US, don't have the network, you will be able to hear all about it before you even get home from work. Please keep an ear out for that episode too. That's Monday the 11th of March as we'll be announcing our Road to WrestleMania schedule. We'll be increasing episodes over that month trying to give you everything we can in the run-up to Wrestlemania weekend so there will be at least two shows weekly plus one shot shorter episode if there is any breaking news we just have to talk about but that's not all because it's one of the big four pay-per-views Wrestlemania weekend is traditionally when myself and Jay abscond to our secret bunker in order to drink and party and this year we're inviting you to join us just in time for NXT TakeOver on Friday the 5th of April we will drop the post show on the 6th on the 7th we'll be covering the ROH NJPW Super Show at Madison Square Garden which caused many a monocle to be dropped in cans of sweet sweet McMahon tuna when it sold out in less than an hour late last year as well as all the speculation and last minute rumor and innuendo going into the big event but wait that's not all on Monday the 8th of April we'll be dropping our Wrestlemania post show podcast where we will go match by match through everything we hope you can join us for the party as we'll be drinking I'm not going to be able to edit there so whatever we say will remain said it may be a bit libelous it will certainly be shocking with that said thank you for tuning in all this week this is the week of monday the 4th of march as we will be dropping shows just as we always do now let's get back to the conversation You are listening to j with Rich. Oh, and Jay. Yeah, Definitely nice, Jay. nice, like that you jumped in there. Nice, yeah, and, yeah, nice yeah. and sudden. No, that was yeah. cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this week we're doing it a bit naked, a bit more interesting. Um, we are. I'm coming alive from a secret location deep in Sherwood Forest, much like Robin Hood and his merry men. Jay is still in his mundane life. Um, just, oh, just, thanks, thanks, thanks that. <laughs> it's alright, it's alright, it sounds really mundane at least, so, you know, I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've been completely, um, not with wrestling. Chromecast doesn't work on, on the, um, park provided internet here at my holiday park, um, so the only option has been Why to watch. I think you just give it away where you are, Rich. Really? I could be at Sherwood Pines.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, now they know.
0: No, no, no I'm <laughs> not there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I doubt anybody's gonna track down and kill me unless I say something inflammatory again. So I'm, I'm pretty sure we're okay. Pretty sure okay. we're okay. But I, I had a hydro bath earlier, so I'm feeling fairly good. Um, totally, totally digging. Um, totally digging uh, the Umbrella Academy um, that you recommended a few weeks ago Um, corporation but yeah Academy that's the one yeah yeah thoroughly enjoying that up to episode five now Um, cool so So you're in for
1: a treat mate I am in
0: for a treat am I I'm kind of I'm kind of interested where it's going to go at this stage I I definitely think there's something sus with um, Alan Page's boyfriend Um, obviously don't give too much away because we're probably going to watch this before next week's episode anyway but but no, fantastic series, really good when you're taking a break from the wrestling, as I have been. So, Jay, catch me up, man. What's going on? What is going on in the wrestling world? <laughs> has, it, has it been as, as big a clusterfuck as it has been in the previous weeks running up to WrestleMania? Because I, I genuinely haven't haven't seen anything. I know that Fastlane is coming up on Sunday. Looking forward to that.
1: I mean, the main build for WrestleMania is going to be happening sooner than it's been building for Fastlane at the moment.
0: Yeah, of course. Um. oh okay so I don't know do you have an agenda written or do you have anything that you can give me here <laughs>
1: <laughs> well I was going to start with um, King Kong Bundy to be honest with
0: you okay yeah, yeah Um. Passing. this is the passing of King Kong Bundy I found out about it only moments ago actually as I've been avoiding most news it hasn't made any mainstream news outlets um, at all over here. Um, what do we know about King Kong Bundy's death? Uh, there's, there's no... Um,
1: nothing really. We don't know the cause of death at all, yeah. There's, there's nothing.
0: I mean... He just died. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a like, be- guy like that, of that weight, but of that age, um, you kind of do expect some things, but it looks like there's not been that much, that much information at all. I mean, he um, did lose weight, like, in his later years. Yeah. I mean... I'm just seeing recent pictures of him now. He does. He does look a lot better. But yeah, I mean, he he, he was certainly an icon. Um, he was one of the iconic big men of his time. Definitely, and He's definitely travelled as well. There's
1: many promotions, and even after he mm. so was in many indie promotions as well, like george Championship Wrestling. And
0: yeah, no, I don't,
1: Wrestling, so he did the indie scene as well.
0: I remember seeing him. Um, I remember seeing him on a poster outside one of the bars in Nottingham advertising a local wrestling event. Actually, um, right. a few years ago, this this will have been about this will have been about fifteen years ago, and thinking I must go and see that because King Kong Bundy's there, and then not going and seeing that because King Kong Bundy was there. Um, (laughs) well rest in peace King Kong Bundy (laughs) (laughs) yeah that wasn't the best tribute um, but you know I'm I'm light on time um, in regards to in regards to making making up tributes Um, I I don't know he he had that iconic big man kind of move he he looked great at the role that he played um, at all times from what I'm aware of he was a stiff yet consummate professional um, over the years that he worked Um, would you say that that's fair? If you're into that kind of thing. But yeah, no, he he was definitely well-regarded within the industry. Well-regarded, definitely. Yeah. Um, Rest in peace, King Kong Bundy, we hardly knew ye. Um, Right, moving on from that rather tragic talking point. um, (laughs) Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do we have? What do we have going on um, this week in wrestling? Then what's what what's been the happy haps? The
1: happy haps in this week in wrestling. I want to bring it to last week at NXT. Last NXT week. At NXT. Tonight for everybody.
0: Ah uh, yes, I did see that before. I um, managed to jump on my plane to um, just down the road um, <laughs> where I'm having my holiday. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. yeah it's um sunny, I'm a, sunny sunny secret location my sunny sunny secret location out here in 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 somewhere <laughs> so um yeah just um catch me up what ha- what what happened on nxt because it's obviously a bit fa- a bit hazy at the moment
1: um i mean um opening segment brilliant mm. johnny wrestling talking oh. about how he's been on Raw and Smackdown and he was about to say that the only reason he's been winning is because t- this is tomato and then he came up before he could say it yeah for a, short, a long story short basically they're going into the Dusty um, Roads um,
0: title tournament as DIY I think that's a great idea to see DIY together again in that context as a heel tag team or a, or a tweener tag team as they seem to be at the moment um, it seems that the people want DIY as a unit um, but they want almost Johnny Gorgano to purify Tommaso Ciampa whereas I think the corruption that Tommaso Ciampa spreads as a character is um, much more um, much more interesting see the way I saw this playing out was then
1: get into the semis, mm. Johnny turning on Champa setting up for New York, yeah, for the championship match, of course, but with um, Tommaso having his neck injury, yeah. and
0: having surgery, there's a big possibility he's going to have to drop the title. do we know what the neck injury is um, and how long the surgery will potentially keep Tommaso Champa out? I've not seen anything on that at the moment. I just know he's having neck surgery.
1: Fair play, fair play. There's been no time given of how long he would be out for. Yeah, any neck surgery, it's going to be, it's going to be a period of time. Isn't it? It's going to be a few months. It's going to be four months, maybe.
0: Yeah, I mean, if they're going into the neck, the neck is a very, very delicate. Um, a piece of equipment when it comes to when it comes to body parts minor form that seems like a reasonable time I guess well there's got to be rehab and there's got to be um, other kind of uh, other kind of medical things that need to happen in order to make sure that somebody is then capable of being dropped repeatedly on their head for a living um, after neck surgery so it's, it's very disappointing but um, I mean it's certainly probably going to be a bit more substantial than your average tweaked ankle
1: Exactly. Um that means we're not gonna get Johnny versus champer at New York, so we're not gonna get that that end part of the story before they um move on to the main roster.
0: Um, I don't know, do we do we
1: <sighs> I need mean, to carry it on obviously when it gets back, but I yeah. think this was gonna be the part where it ended.
0: This was gonna be the part where they were just... win where either Johnny wins or they stick or they turn or, or similar and move forward either together or apart. I would have, I would have seen a, um, heel face, switch basically
1: Johnny turning heel and Champa turning face with this one.
0: Yeah. I, I feel that, I mean, they're two very, very intelligent workers. They can certainly pull off that kind of thing. They've pulled off similar things in the past and, um, to be honest, I think they will be clever enough, um, to see that as the kind of eventual outcome. Um, yeah, no, I, I 100% with you on that one. That's how I would have liked to see it play out. That's if definitely honest, how I would have booked it anyway. That's definitely how I'd have booked it. This week on How Would They Book? Um, how <laughs> <laughs> should they book? So, it's, yeah, it's a shame about Tommaso Ciampa. I mean, hopefully, he's, he's not going to be out for long enough for it to, um, impact any, any ongoing programs, but it doesn't sound like that's going to be the case. So, I think all we can do is cross our fingers and make sure that WWE recover it without aborting possibly one of the greatest storylines that they've had within the past, within the past three years. Um, I, for my money, it has been one of the best, most subtle, um, long term piece of storytelling the WWE have done for a very, very long time. And I think it'll, it'll be, be a shame, shame to see it. it. Perfect, hasn't it? Yeah, it will be a shame to see it fizzle out as far as I'm concerned. Main roster kind
1: of has already already been replaced with Alistair Black and Ricochet. They're moving forward into the tag team picture for tag team titles against Revival. Um, that match with Gable and Rude. That's happening at Fastlane.
0: That's absolutely fine. I mean, I'm excited to see Ricochet and um, and Alistair Black together in a ring in uh, an odd tag team that makes no sense. Um, yeah, I mean, there are there are a few issues about that. I um I think Ricochet could be used slightly better um on the main roster um uh, i think I think the idea of tryouts coming up and trying to prove their metal together is a little bit of a worn storyline, especially when there are other things you could be doing with ricochet um I'm also kind of there are some people who it would work for them to maybe not acknowledge their n x t history when they come up, and I feel that ricochet is one of them, and that's not uh was not there that long but he he wasn't he wasn't there Dutch Destroyer Mm. terrible name Dutch Destroyer they're calling Alistair Black the Dutch Destroyer on the main (laughs) roster that's right that is fucking awful it's terrible isn't it yeah Vince McMahon hang your head in shakes again yeah well we could we could
1: blame Jeff Jarrett we could blame the best we could blame Bruce
0: Prichard or you know I don't think we could blame Bruce Prichard being a warrior (laughs) Bruce Pritchard's barely been there long enough to take his coat off Um, (laughs) I don't think he came up with that that garbage name maybe it was Dana Warrior then because she's on the creative now too Dana Warrior is on the creative when did that happen? (laughs) this is is all rumour I've read this Um, fuck me Yeah, she's now on creative as well not to sound like Draco Malfoy but this place is really going to the dogs there you, go, well, do you like the
1: idea of Bruce Pritchard Jeff Jarrett, and the guy abyss?:
0: Yeah, no d-
1: real name, but I think that would be a good combination
0: i think that I think that would probably be a fairly good combination. I mean, Bruce Pritchard would be fairly good in in that role, providing he <laughs> providing he doesn't kiss too much ass. Um, as for as for the guy who ran, I mean, Abyss is one of those greatest wrestlers who never was kind of people, isn't he? So he's he's considered one of the one of the great all time never fought in a WWE ring kind of kind of creative minds. Oh no, Abyss was in his prime; he was brilliant mm. back in TNA. Yeah, of course. So I mean, there's no no real concern for that. Jeff Jarrett has buried many a company, but it's easier for him when he's not on the card um i think coming from jerry jarrett's um jerry jarrett's memphis territory was it um was it memphis that jerry jarrett was involved in um i'm going to say yes um, I'm say, yes. coming from there where every single week um, Jeff would end up winning the title because his daddy booked him to, or that his, it, Je- Jeff ended up sat in the title picture for a very long period of time. Um, and there's also stories within the industry of Jerry kind of trying to push Jeff um, to the moon when he was on creative and Jeff was still working um, with WWE. And to me, I reckon Jeff Jarrett has that creative mind providing he's humble enough to kind of stick stick to his guns and not maybe not maybe be a dick about it if that makes sense no 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 it does I
1: mean he's going to have people around him to tell him when he's wrong so
0: yeah that's true I mean he's part of that. going
1: to be a civ isn't there so to like civ out his ideas that he has
0: because not all of them are great yeah I think that's fair. I think that's fair. So we've had... Oh, yes, I was talking about Ricochet, of course. I think Ricochet, um, you could easily take him off TV, and Jim Cornette came up with a very good idea for him last week um, where you would have Rey Mysterio um, end up being injured in his feud with Andrade, um, perhaps... um, or possibly even Alistair Black, someone like that, um, gets injured by them, ends up Broken. Um, there ends up being a series of vignettes over three or four weeks where he would um, he would be on he would be on crutches. Somebody would build a lot of heat, saying um, you know you, you they remove the name Junior from your name because your parents were ashamed of you and what you became, etc. etc. Real good heel work to get him nice and injured, and then he goes back to his Mexican gym um, where he kind of where he's on crutches and he talks about how his legacy has been destroyed in front of. group of people with their backs to the camera and he asks who will will take on the mantle of Rey Mysterio and a hand raises and it's Ricochet and he's there training in the gym Um, like he came up with that idea and I thought well okay so maybe that would need a bit of working out obviously but at the same time why do they always play this we're just happy to be here Um, we're really glad that we've been called up character when they come to the main roster and then just stick anybody from NXT with anybody else from NXT, um, like they're doing with Aleister Black and, and Ricochet, for me, it reeks of creative apathy.
1: Well, no, that, that's the thing to say. I mean, Acerbax is to have this dark character who is a loner, mm. not this guy who is happy to be here jumping around the ring.
0: Yeah. And a
1: face kind of persona when he's more of a tweener.
0: Yeah, I mean Alistair Black really does need that opportunity to shine as a tweener, I think. He needs to be morally grey. He needs to have his own he needs to have his own agenda. And it does and it could be something more important or more interesting than just a title. Um, very often with him. He could be a kind of guy who just goes out for revenge or you know he could he could have an agenda of his own, is what I'm saying. That doesn't need to be in the title picture, um, and play that role Especially as a, a tweet. title picture. Not exactly, either. exactly. Now I'm I'm with you on that. They're an impressive tag team to look at, um, but as I say, uh, them as characters working together doesn't make quite as much sense considering that both their characters are to be the best, and therefore at some point they're both going to have to implode in order to in order to execute that that storyline and finish it correctly and you can see it coming a mile off. The only question The only question... well yeah, it will be good, but the only question is who will be the heel? Because it sounds like WWE doesn't want to make any of the NXT people heels at the moment. Oh, it I would go with Liza like just because of his character. Uh it'd be the obvious thing to do, but i don't I don't necessarily think they'll do the obvious I think, I'm I'm, I think they'll be more likely to just put the um i think they're more likely to keep the face as the most over person at the moment, which is ironic because obviously look at what a wonder it did for Daniel Bryan for him to for him to turn heel you know I mean they 've got the proof as to how to build a heel, you create a face and then make him turn his back on everything that people have projected onto them. Um, but I would see them very much kind of going with King uh, with whoever's the most popular as being the face, and I reckon that will be Alistair Black at the moment on the WWE product.
1: Mm-hmm. I think Luke is more popular, but and we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Yeah, yeah I, think we
0: I think we will. I think we will. back to this episode. Yeah, we it's, will. Episode seven. Mark it in your calendars. So
1: NXT. Looking <laughs> towards Adam Cole versus Dream at New York. Uh, yeah, they're putting over Keith Lee massively with um, what's his name, the Czech guy.
0: Um, uh, someone Djakovic. Dominic. Dominic Djakovic, that's it. Dominic so Diakov in a
1: double count out. It's a fantastic match if you
0: remember it. I do remember that. That was very good. Um, Keith Lee strikes me as a Mark Henry who can go. I'm calling
1: him Samoa Joe too. Samoa <laughs> <laughs> Joe the second coming.
0: Yeah, either way either way, I think um I think he's I think he's an interesting an interesting person. I think he's an interesting character. Um I look forward to him being moved on to the main roster where he can be a comedy comic relief um in the lower mid card um because WWE will certainly do absolutely nothing with him.
1: Hopefully not. Hopefully not. I mean, he's got all the skills. He's got the skills. He he's got a big, the skills. Guy. He's got the skills to do the high flying stuff. So he's an all rounder. He's and got the big guy. I mean, he's got the skills. Children. But
0: then, so did Tyler Breeze. You know, so did so did Ty Dillinger to some degree. Nah, Kip, has got this like it factor going off. Uh, okay fair play um now i can i can understand the hit factor he does he does have a strike he ha- he does have more charisma than either of the two people i've mentioned um you know but i still i just can't get sexual chocolate out of my head as a gimmick for him basically repackage sexual chocolate sexual fudge sexual fudge. There we go, sexual <laughs> fudge Keith Lee. we've sold the- we've solved the creative drought, um wow, yeah, now that makes sense. um no, it was a really good match. really enjoyed it. I like this Diakovic guy as well. um my only concern is that he's a little bit unremarkable on the character front in, He'll get his, lost
1: in the in the main roster
0: he will get lost in the main roster, especially if he moves up about the same time that um, the, um all that that really, really big amount of time. That really big guy from um, LXT UK moves up. You know the one? I don't know. Um, I'm being mouthed out from across the room. No, the one who fought Dave Mastiff. Oh. Peter.
1: The one that fought Dave Mastiff was um, Eddie Dennis, so his name is. Eddie
0: Dennis. So, Eddie um, Dennis, yeah. Don't like yep. him anyway. Thank you for the assist, Phil. A fellow, a fellow's <laughs> holidaying with me, ladies and gentlemen. Um, he's just in the background playing Surviving Mars. A and mouthing uh, words. Yes, yes. <laughs> he may, he may as well speak if he has something to add at this stage. Oh well, yeah, he, can, he can <laughs> totally do
1: that. That's fine.
0: Yeah. Um. Anyway, anyway, moving forward. Um. Yeah, I think he will get lost. Um. Against. Um. Like someone like Eddie Dennis as well. Moving up at the same time. There's just too many big oddly shaped skinny guys at the moment yeah, but Eddie Dennis plays a guy who's massive and he's not is it that Eddie Dennis plays a guy who's massive and he's not or plays a guy who isn't massive and he is I'm going to go with the first one Rich okay how big is he <laughs> he's just really tall well that is tall tall and massive are all the same thing I mean like statue wise like he's not
1: oh broad, he's not yeah broad. he's not
0: broad enough to be, play the character that he's playing I think you're probably right you know? <laughs> he strikes me as a bit like do you remember how when Dragon Gonzalez appeared they had to put a muscle suit on him because he was so skinny and I that, oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what do you say I try it again yeah I'm no sure I reckon I, like I should try that again uh, I love yeah. I love seeing um, I love seeing fake fur um, around oh, people's yeah. crotch areas in, in wrestling costumes I think that's I think that's a winner I thought that would be your favourite thing um, it's one of my favourite things um, my favourite thing in regards to that is shaving it off oh yeah <laughs> moving on <laughs> Uh Dazel have had a good match
1: and I hate her and she had a really good match with me at a, um, a um, the event?
0: <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. I did I did see that um <laughs> Yeah, I was quite surprised by Shayna Baszler doing anything remarkable. Um but now she's managing it. She's slowly getting there. Um I think it's a case of putting that that level of time in. Um that she uh, whether you like it or not, she gets more in ring time um with people than Ronda Rousey necessarily does. I don't know if you feel that as well. Um I, mean, I don't know, I feel like not, not sat there and carried it up. Kind of getting on par with the way they are and with the
1: way they work in the ring. I think they're both getting to to, to a certain level.
0: Yeah. I, they've certainly been two of the success stories from the women's division um, in regards to imports over the last year, um, I would say. I do um,
1: see if the other two can catch
0: up. I don't think the other two will catch up. I think no. they're still going to be playing Xeno Warrior Princess in, in two years' time and they're never going to do the 4 horse women Clash. It's going to be interesting isn't it? It's going to be very interesting. Um I don't mind it but um I would I would rather that they wait because this is one of the things that WWE have as a problem is that they get these ideas and then they throw everybody in when some of the parts work, and what you end up is a level of unremarkability or a level of homogeneity to your product. Um, a great example being um, Survivor Series, the one where the one where um, Kurt Angle, Shane McMahon, Triple H, and some, and John Cena all decided to put themselves over instead of um, new talent. Or even established talent off the main brands. Um, I think it wasn't this the last one, but it was the one before 2017. Does that sound about right?
1: I would say so. I would say
0: so. Yeah. So I mean, that was another case where. Perhaps what should have been happening is a storyline where these people weren't maybe absolute killers um, and were in fact in there being protected by the new talent and the new talent were working to make sure that they stayed safe so that they could hit their big moves towards the end of the match and finish it Um, because the moves are still lethal. The moves are still over, even if the people are saggy and not so great. So, as far as I'm concerned, that's what that story should have been in the ring. Um, and of course, they had some of those parts there, and they just went full steam of it. And I think that's that's what could happen with the um, with the four horsewomen versus four horsewomen match, um, if that ever does come to play. And I'd rather they wait. They do need to wait because the other two need to seriously pick up their game. Yeah, they need to stop being shit.
1: <laughs> By right now
0: yeah or, or any time any time really I mean I don't know if we... maybe well maybe they should start it off maybe they should start off slow like first off stop being shit in the shops and then stop being shit on your drive to the performance centre. And then stop being shit in your first hour in the performance centre. And then stop being shit whenever someone puts a microphone in front of you. Stop wearing shit clothes. You know, just step by step. And each week you just pick something that you're going to stop so being if shit at. If, um, Duke being married to
1: Roderick Strong, he would have given us some really good tips.
0: Um, I don't know. <laughs> Roderick Strong is... To me, at least, and you may find this slightly offensive. Roderick Strong, to me, is like the third bushwhacker. Wow! It's no one's quite sure if he ever exists because he's wow. just he's just kind of always skirting on the outside of stuff that's actually happening. But this you? guy is an amazing talent. It's this guy? Yeah, who can he's- go. He he's an amazing yeah, he's talent
1: I've always been a bit sketchy but this guy can, can go and put on a really good wrestling match oh yeah
0: no he can put on a great wrestling match but at the same time why is he always playing second fiddle to someone like here's the thing he's only just because he, he's now with um he's now with Undisputed Era is he not yeah yeah how has he joined Undisputed Era who have been a three piece for 18 months before he's joined and when I saw him with the Undisputed Era the other day I couldn't tell which one he was. That's how unremarkable Roderick Strong seems to be to me. And I don't... just injured so they have to have someone to be a Roderick Strong. (laughs) That's my point though. I mean... (laughs) if if you took like Helen Bonham Carter and Johnny Depp and then I don't know threw Patrick Stewart into it you'd realise that Patrick Stewart had been thrown into it in this one he just merges into the background I that's all I can say about Roderick Strong I'm very sorry because I know you're well into him but I just and I've seen some good matches with him in but I've just not seen anything that blows me away where he's not part of a larger team. Okay, I could, like, throw you back into ROH, but...
1: Well, I know I'm, you're a big fan. A <laughs> <laughs> I watched bits from ROH and watched the... Mm. I'm not us. <laughs> um, Anyway, <laughs> have you heard about Oral Anderson, um, Yes,
0: yeah, so I had heard that old Arnie had been had been released from the corporation um, mm. Any idea has that played out any further since I was last? It's been revealed that he let Alicia Fox wrestle while intoxicated.
1: Holy shit! Yeah, he was waiting for the match and he let her go out, kissed her out of her face. <laughs> I don't know. Which so... would explain Alicia Fox's erratic like attitude while she's out there.
0: <laughs> How often has this been happening? Is this a one-time deal I'm, I'm or
1: too sure? To be honest with you. But Alicia Fox still has her job. Mm. So Arlan Anderson's been thrown, thrown out. He's gone. Uh, well, Fox is still could
0: have rehab, but she hasn't gone. To be fair, to be fair, it's one. it's one thing to kind of be drunk while you're doing that kind of work. And yes, I mean, that is not, that is a big no-no. Um, you know it's very unprofessional, but it is another thing to it is another thing to allow a performer to go out when you have knowledge of that and you are in the position to stop them from doing so. And also, it's Alicia Fucking Fox. What storyline has she been in where she's been that important that you've no, no? She's lying on a she's lying on a fucking stretcher. Just push her out the door. You know? Do you not remember Rumble? She God. had a hat.
1: <laughs> <coughs> well exactly and he got stomped on why are you telling
0: oh yeah shit I forgot that that of really storytelling was yeah really, uh, uh, that was storytelling to the water rumble that was brilliant mm, mm. yeah no it, uh, forget forget Omega versus Okada the hat. You just need to watch that over and over, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, over, that was, and over the great the great thing about that, when you compare it to Omega and Akada is that um, the hat bit from the Royal Rumble was only ninety seconds long, so you can watch it more times over than you can watch like Acarda versus Omega before you die. So um, that's yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna yeah. get on that after this podcast. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna watch it over and over again. I'm your- well, I'm sure it'll be in the collections at
1: some point. <laughs> at least just at least sort of Fox's um, collection.
0: Yeah, that, that's it. that's it, over and over again. <laughs> it's that um, coupled with coupled with just um, just violin music playing over empty bottles. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, alcoholism is a big problem um i i shouldn't be making light of it well <sighs> moving on she's definitely not hall of fame worthy oh that is a segway and a half in fact i am i am just down the road from the outdoor activity center here and there are segways that are going back and forth all the <laughs> all day long and still that was a better segway <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah, you you are cooking on gas, my friend. Tell me all about the um, Hall of Fame, and I am going to cross my fingers and hope you don't say Taz. Well, it's Taz. <laughs> no I'm oh, kidding, it's Tori Wilson. Ah, good. Um, Tori Wilson. <sighs> what to say about Tori Wilson? I really liked her green top. I think she's more getting put into the Hall of Fame for what she's done after
1: wrestling about creating a good body image for younger people. Like oh, wow. Twitter and Instagram, things like that. And I think that's why she's getting put into the Hall of Fame, because she was a wrestler.
0: Hmm. Well, I mean, I
1: she's, that she was, like, the greatest wrestler, the, the most memorable thing about her her run within WWE, and it was her... Green top. ...with her dad and...
0: That one from uh, ECW, what was the name? Was M Medusa. No. Um, Mike. Mike I, Mikey also. I don't know. I don't What's know. Name? Yeah. I don't think it matters. Um. Yeah. Tory Wilson. About, yeah. That storyline was the most
1: memorable thing I actually remember about Tory Wilson. Most memorable thing I remember about Tory Wilson was green top. Which he wasn't. It's Billy Kidman.
0: Ooh, to be fair, yeah. that's um, Hall of Fame worthy for anyone. That guy was a hot mess. And we got the honky-tonk man. <laughs> and the honky-tonk
1: man, of course.
0: <laughs> that
1: how he got pulling there for his legendary Intercontinental title run, where he defended it once
0: and lost. <laughs> yeah. Um, Against the well, Warrior in about eight seconds. Well, the thing about the Honky Tonk Man, I think it's more about the character than, and the persona than it is actually about the wrestler, isn't it? It's um, is is Jerry the King Lawler in the Hall of Fame already? He should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If 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 Jerry's in, then then Tonk should be in as well. I think, um, because obviously Honky Tonk Man was one of the great heels of his time, um, and especially on the territory circuit, um, he had that same factor that Andre the Giant kind of had, but to a lesser extent obviously um but then you can put them both in the same category but <laughs> I think you can from uh, from a touring perspective. Um, the hunky-tonk man would go from territory to territory, and he would be able to get so much heat in each territory that he visited that people would go and pay money to see him get his face kicked in. Um, that that I think, um, I guess. well, yeah, exactly. That was money back in those days, and for that, I
1: think
0: he deserves it. I think I, I think he does deserve it. If if the Hall of Fame is to be taken legitimately, then it has to include wrestlers who didn't necessarily have their finest work in the WWE. Um and I think um someone that you can that you can actually compare that to would actually be someone like Vader. Um, is he in the Hall of Fame yet? Um, I think so. Yeah. I think he died didn't he in the putting in the Hall of Fame last year. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's a great example of someone whose best work was very, very far away from WWE. Um, in fact, as far as the WWE is concerned, his only memorable match was the one against Ken Shamrock, where Ken Shamrock had, where no one had told Ken Shamrock that wrestling was a work <laughs> 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 that you may remember from um, a 1998 In Your House show. Um a very, very interesting match. Um, definitely got out of your way to see it. Um, I believe it was from a cold day in hell, um, but there are several points during that match where you can um, hear Vader shouting, ease up, quite audibly, um, followed by one of the stiffest lariats to Ken Shamrock you've ever fucking seen um, when he just snaps and says, that's that's it, I'm going for it. So, um, But Vader's a great example of that, um, in my opinion.
1: I'd love to go back and watch that.
0: Definitely yeah, go out of your way for it. Um, anybody who's got the network who's listening to this, or 12 of you, um, <laughs> just feel free to go and watch that. It's Cold Day in Hell um, from 1998, at, sorry, 1997, um, and it is Ken Shamrock versus it's Vader. It's a mine, <laughs> sorry? The
1: of your mind, Rich?
0: No, it's, it's 97. Um, not so yet, he I think sure. they did. I thought, hopefully,
1: can, no, it probably went with it.
0: Probably not. I don't, um, I don't think they've ever put it in a collection because it is a classic example of something going wrong and everybody just trying to make the best of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's the Hall of Fame covered. Honky Tonk Man and Tory Wilson. It is. Yeah. Um, I'm like so Taz glad. It better, Taz is not going to be in the Hall of Fame this year i as I say, for those of you who this is this might be your first episode, um go back and listen to the last one. It was really good um sorry about the quality for this one <laughs> but um effectively. Yeah, um, I I said that uh, Taz would not be in the Hall of Fame, and if he was, then I would solo cast the entire ceremony as a watch along as penance. That's how confident I am that Taz will not be in the... um, In fact, I might do it as Taz. Here, my name's Taz. See? Nice and easy. (laughs) Look at my stupid sunglasses in my orange suit. There's some wrestling going on. I can't really talk about it because I don't have that knowledge. (laughs) <laughs> I don't mind. Taz Taz might be able to kill me, but um, he's would you pat him on his head if you saw him? I would pat him on his head. I will pat him on his head one day. Uh, if anybody wants to start a GoFundMe okay. page to get me over to the next WrestleCon that he's at, so I can pat Taz on the head, please feel free. Um, I will record this. Sorry. You will record it. Yeah, he will record it on the, on his camera, and um, we we may even have to have to record me getting the stitches. So yeah. Yeah, my name's Taz. Why you patting me on the head? Taz, everybody.
1: It's a good impression. I remember that's what he sounds like.
0: Yeah, that is what he sounds like. That's exactly what he sounds like, Jay. Moving on. <laughs> but you can definitely say he's a raw talent uh, a, 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 a raw talent was that another segue I think it was. that you, you could say he's a raw talent was your segue into the section on Monday Night Raw <laughs> I am so glad that I started off a bottle of, 20, um, of 18 grams before I before I even got got involved in this I'm drinking root beer you're drinking root beer has that got yeah. alcohol in it or is it just no, just oh no, just sugar Oh, wow. So you're just, so Jay's cooking on sugar. I am cooking on wine. So
1: in crones. Good choice. Good
0: choice. So Monday Night Raw. Um, obviously we had, um, plenty of things happen over the last few weeks on Monday Night Raw that we haven't talked about on the show because every time we've recorded an episode, which talks about them, um, we have bickered about how good the audio quality is while we sort out all of this malarkey and then decided that the product's better without it. So in this instance, first time we talked about Monday Night Raw in three weeks. Jay, what happened on Monday Night Raw? Well, let's start with the Shield Reunion. How oh. do you feel about that? Um <laughs> I I'm I'm unsure it as I'm
1: yeah, unsure at the last episode beginning air.
0: Hm. Yeah, the um, Roman Reigns, we talked about Roman Reigns briefly, previously, um, personally, between ourselves. And I think we're both kind of in agreement that I would much rather have Joe Anawahe, um yeah, as yeah. the character of the Roman Reigns at this stage. I mean, I can get behind a guy who's just got over leukemia and is trying to return to the wrestling ring and is happy to be there, which is ironic because I usually have an issue with people who are just happy to be there. However, what I can't get behind is any kind of concept that this is some mysterious big dog who can just come in and lay waste to fucking people the size of Braun Strowman, uh, with his with his what what is now probably the twelfth best spear in the business. I saw Mikey Whitbreck do a spear over the weekend on um, on an EC, old ECW episode, so that bumped him down to number twelve. <laughs> well, it's just a minute Mike it Rex can
1: do spears.
0: he can do a better spear than Roman Reigns but then again you know I I I I saw a five year old tear into his dad and nearly take him off his feet earlier today um, while I was wandering through while I was wandering through the village square in the holiday place that I'm at so that brings him down to number 13 if if that child had a contract with WWE it would yes yeah. bring him down right. to 13 <laughs> <laughs> big, it? <laughs> yeah yeah. so um, yeah Shield reunion as a whole I don't know maybe they're just trying to get as much mileage out of Dean Ambrose as they possibly can at this stage so now they're like is he leaving is he not leaving oh well if they've gone from, from he is definitely leaving to is he leaving is he not leaving then I He's think probably that not leaving. They're, they're probably signed uh, they will probably come to terms with him by the sounds of it Probably. Roman range could turn on the rest of the shield at this stage. No, this is the best time to turn him heel. This is the greatest time to turn him heel. This would be a really good time to turn him heel, but I can't
1: see them. He's the... come back from the leukemia. He has survived the leukemia.
0: Mm. They get I... the shield back together, and he turns on Ambrose and Seth on him. From a wrestling perspective, it would be the greatest time to turn him heel. However, from a merchandising perspective, especially considering that they've just had an, an entire art department completely alter his slogans, his logo, so that it has a ribbon motif like he's got now on his shirt. Um, and also because he's the face of leukemia for WWE at this stage, I can't see them making him an arsehole. Um, they're just yeah, going mean, to make that's, him... That's the thing about it, isn't it? He's yeah. I mean, it kind of
1: le- it kind of this lends make, a little Will probably make him now the face of the company over yeah. Becky Lynch. So.
0: Um, I I think that will be a bad idea until after WrestleMania. But yeah, I think long term, you'll definitely see Roman Reigns be Roman Reigns be the face of the it'll company. Next again. year, he'll be at WrestleMania next year. Yeah, he'll be at WrestleMania next year. I mean, he'll probably be at WrestleMania this year. Um, I, I the who are the Shield feuding with at this stage? Baron Corbin Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley ah uh, okay so yeah. they're just going for renter heel heal then yeah that's what we're calling those guys now by the way renter heel. heal um basically if you need a heal um for a group of people to go against on the raw roster then that is the group I think and apparently it's it's rumoured um Roman Reigns will
1: have Hubert Corbin and then is going to feud with uh, Drew
0: McIntyre see Roman Reigns feuding with Corbin is kind of on Roman Reigns' level yeah yeah that's I mean to be fair that's where the fans wanted him originally was in that kind of in that kind of thing if they're going to be closing out episodes of Monday Night Raw with it then I don't want to see it basically um, you know, it's not your top of the hour draw. It's not your it's not your top of the second hour draw even, and it's certainly not your end of the show draw. Maybe have two or three segments in an evening with it, um, you know, with all the other players that are involved. Maybe you could get away with that kind of run with it, but certainly not, certainly not kind of, you can't build up to a main event of a three-hour show and it'd be Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin. Um, that may they may as well just be building up to nothing.
1: Well, it's just a money really making scheme at the end of the day. It's going to make everyone cheer, all three of them. It's just how it's going to go. Yeah, I know. Um, people it. people do cheer happy, for all three of them. Happy, happy to be back. Happy Roman Reigns is here. Roman Reigns beats crap out
0: of everyone with his two mates. I, I would like to see Roman Reigns actually show some form of weakness at this stage. I mean, he's vulnerable. Um, you could even—I don't know whether this will be considered in poor taste—but I mean, there's no reason why there's no reason why he needs to be 100% in kayfabe at this stage, considering the amount of therapy that he will have gone through. You know. Well, they, they
1: couldn't even. Mean, he took a radiation tablet.
0: It wasn't full um, on like chemotherapy. Oh, okay. So it was fairly light. Well, I mean, I'm glad that it. I'm glad that it wasn't particularly bad for him or anything like that. But as I say, I'm I'm very concerned that WWE will will work this the wrong way and we'll just go back to square one with it. Yeah, I
1: mean, the only side effects from his chemo tablet was arthritis but he now has, in you know, his feet up up to his hips. So
0: he has arthritis from his feet up till it to his hips. Yeah, apparently. That's <laughs> on his chronicles. Is that a um, that's on his chronicles? Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That will substantially shorten his career. It will. Yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe he does need to be in a lesser capacity. Um, give us Joe Anawahe as the commish. That I can cope with. Well we'll just have to see where that goes, I guess. We will. We will. Um moving forward. Um Becky Lynch um and Ronda Rousey, what's what's the happy haps? Well, we we can move forward with that if you like. Well, I don't know, um, what's where, where were you where were you heading? I didn't two, I didn't hear a segue, so there was no segue, no.
1: No. I was I was gonna um bust out some Paul and Dave. But, um, well, um, yeah, that's no, cool. Let's go with Becky and, yeah, Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey. So, a week before Rousey puts down her title, mm-hmm. says but Becky in the match, reinstate her, otherwise, she's leaving.
0: Okay, that's fair play. Back forward point. to this Monday. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, there's meant to be a match for the vacant title with Becky Lynch and Charlotte at Fastlane. Uh, Raleigh came out. Cut a promo, turned heel, screwed the fans over, just told them all fuck off basically, and then started beating the shit out of Becky Lynch. Wow.
0: Ronda Rousey yeah. turned
1: heel. Yeah, yeah, she said I could breathe at you and break your noses to both Charlotte and Becky. And then she beat the crap out of Becky Lynch and Charlotte walked up the ramp.
0: Wow. So is this is this one of those on heel situations i think it is are we looking for a potential yes. potential music change and switch her possibility yeah
1: um for us to see oh, she just like that song a lot though don't she uh, <laughs> so, yes, no, so <laughs> that's
0: yes, anyway. do That's true. do you reckon every time she enters like any room they have to play it well yeah yeah like it on the phone did you no, know
1: kind of, time like a shop or a restaurant
0: yeah, I would imagine that session. <laughs> I'm wondering if I'm going to the toilet. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's probably what it's like. knowing her. So now we've got if, if Becky beats, beats Charlotte. Becky is in the title match. Obviously, that's going to win if she loses she's out. That definitely doesn't make any sense, but carry on. I thought Becky was suspended. Oh, she's been reinstated, right? She's been reinstated, so she may as well just be in the main event at WrestleMania, then. That's what's going to happen.
1: But Stephanie said they're repercussions for what Ronda did. Mm-hmm. Now, we all know the rumours of her leaving and starting a family. Ronda Rousey? But basically. I think there's going to be, yeah, Ronda Rousey, so there's going to be stipulation, I think, at WrestleMania. If she loses, see that. Um...
0: I don't think that WWE would do that with with her. At the end of the day, the only way for... I can't imagine... Because here's the thing, right? It might take her a while to get pregnant. You know, that kind of thing doesn't happen as easily for everyone. Um, I mean, I don't know if that's the case that... You know, maybe she is fertile, maybe she's not. Who knows? But WWE have signed a contract with her that's reportedly in the in the seven digits per year. I think I think them saying, "Oh, okay, well you go start off a family." No, I, I think until they get a pregnancy test that says she is pregnant. I, I think that they will go full steam ahead with her, as they do with all other talent. I don't think just because Ronda Rousey says, Oh well, I, I think I'm gonna go I think I'm gonna go on sabbatical for a while so that I can bonk my husband, I don't think WWE are necessarily gonna take that step. Because at the end of the day they're paying a lot of money for it and until she gets pregnant, what can they do? What what yeah. possible yeah. way of signing her off is there? So I think I think if she does plan to have a family and how anyone could know that, um, I'm not quite sure of because I think it's just rumours and innuendo. But if she does plan on having a family, I, I definitely think that I definitely think that WWE are not going to let go of her or allow her to do that until, like any other foot performer, she she comes back with a positive pregnancy test and the doctors confirmed it. Well, I read that her last date is going to be the rule after WrestleMania, so we'll have to see where that goes. Okay, now that's interesting, because obviously if that is the case, then it's kind of unfair on all the other women that Ronda Rousey can just pick and choose when she's going to go off to bonk her husband and try for a baby when someone mm-hmm. like Nia Jax doesn't necessarily get that kind of privilege. Because I have the feeling that if, like... I have the feeling that if Jay Uso and Naomi decided that they were going to try for a baby, I'm pretty sure the office's response would be, congratulations, um, we'll see you at the next Raw or Smackdown. I'm going to go with, with Jimmy Uso. Jimmy Uso, whichever, whichever Uso yes. is.
1: Yeah, I don't I think Jimmy would like it if Dave was
0: fucking his wife. But. Um, they're pretty much <laughs> the same person at this stage. <laughs> so, moving on, um, you said that you were going to go on to a onto another subject. Was it Dave? They called him Dave. They're calling him Dave.
1: Well, I'm calling him Paul and Dave. It could be a a promo and said that at the end he was going to be facing the man, not the character. So if the race is going to get Paul versus Dave at WrestleMania. How do you think about that? Sounds good, right? Yeah, no, no, no. I do like the idea of
0: tonight at WrestleMania, Ronda Rousey is going to face Becky Lynch, and Paul will face Dave. Yeah, no, works for me. Works for me. Sounds like the lads have fell out down the pub. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. to be too uh, far, Paul uh, and Dave. But it would be a good excuse for Triple H to have a fifth entrance music at this stage. Paul
1: and Dave I mean I don't know
0: hopefully it won't be a shit
1: show Paul and Dave it'll be really funny
0: yeah it would be hilarious if if they did do it as Paul and Dave Um, but yeah so Triple H goes in the ring um, says that I am not going to be Triple H the character I am going to be Paul and I am not fighting Dave Bautista I am going to be fighting Dave um, basically. Didn't quite say that, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> cool. That's cool. He's got the man, so we're just going to go Paul and Dave, I think. Paul and Dave. No, that's cool.
1: Cool. Yeah, we'll um,
0: be calling that match, Paul versus Dave. Yeah, I think Paul versus Dave is, is how we should, how we should call, call that match going forward. Cool. Um. So, what's happened with with Dave so far? as he is, is our only appearance of him been him dragging? Um, yeah, that's the only appearance he's on Instagram, and that was it really. Oh, okay, so he's pretty much just
1: phoning in a feud via Instagram at the moment.
0: so
1: yeah. that's Paul and Dave, everyone. Paul and Dave, cool. Um, he's mentioned to heavy machinery. They are now the king of the jobber tag team, as they beat all the jobber tag teams in a golden match.
0: Oh wow, heavy machinery be all of the. Interesting. Um, did you know that. Um, uh, what are the names of the guys from heavy machinery? Yeah. What are their names? <laughs> um, took a Knight. And... Dozer and Took a Knight. Yeah. Oh. Never mind, I was going to congratulate one of them um, for having a birthday on Sunday, which is the same day as my birthday was, but then I remembered it was actually um, one of them from War yeah. Machine. So, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, they've got no chance on the main roster. Oh, yeah. Know so, yeah, so they, they, they've got their chance on the main roster. All the Java Tag Teams are... Was the B team there? The B team was there? Excellent. Ascension and Ascension. What are Ascension um, doing now? Um, I assume they're still they're still Ascension 2.0, which is basically Ascension with crap Vince McMahon-esque comedy on top. um, They're not doing anything really apart from being jobbers. Apart from being jobbers, fair play. Kind of had this thing
1: like a couple of months back, I guess, where he was like building momentum but then that just got buried
0: where he was what
1: building momentum having really good matches and uh, he just got buried
0: oh fair play
1: as always WWE
0: yeah if they've got nothing for you then don't make anything for yourself that brass ring ain't for grabbing it's for dangling above your head (laughs) get back in your box ascension alright then moving on (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Uh, I mean,
1: SmackDown was kind of an extension of Raw when it came to like Decimation
0: Shot building their match. Yeah, I mean um, that's, that's always going to happen when you've got when you've got two stars from both shows involved in a feud, isn't it? So yeah, I, I think they're, they're trying to build the Kevin Owens Daniel Bryan match, but with only one
1: actual show to do it, it's kind of difficult.
0: Yeah, um, I mean he had
1: the promo and he just said that basically Kevin Owens is just fat and got injured. Because he was fat.
0: Well, so much. to be fair, I, I don't think that's the main story in regards to the Kevin Owens. and well, What he was. Yeah, that's what I got from it anyway. Okay. Um. How's How's Kofi Kingston looking at the moment on SmackDown? Um, I'm not actually seeing SmackDown. Okay.
1: Um. So I'm just going off. Um off I mean, what be has yeah. been said on the wire as it were I don't think there was much going on with Kofi I don't think they'll pick that back up until after fast lane oh. maybe, maybe with, with
0: a, maybe with yeah. a, who is going to face Daniel Bryan now and um, maybe another go match with Kofi in number 6 maybe Mustafa Ali's back in the game isn't he, as well so ok so Mustafa well what I can say is WWE cannot leave this as it is now. Oh no no no! They can't. They will just try to make us all forget, like they always do. Yeah, if they do, if they do that, then I think that they, I think we need to ride them for it. I mean, I know that we're, I know that we're new to this whole wrestling media thing, and I know they're probably not going to listen to us, but we need to start a campaign. Kofi?
1: The there's already a campaign for Kofi.
0: Yeah, but I mean, after 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 it's all done and WrestleMania has gone, and Daniel Bryan successfully defended his title against AJ Styles or something, and Kofi Kingston's been l- lost on the pre-show to Rusev or whatever. Oh no, we're definitely getting Orton versus AJ at WrestleMania. They're, oh, okay. They're that one. Okay. Well, that's 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 good. And it does look like they're putting all their ducks in a row. So I hear that um, Samoa Joe had some good news this week. Samoa Joe has some amazing news this week tell me all about it
1: The new US champion
0: new US champion Samoa Joe champion how did he manage to beat R-Truth in a fatal
1: four way he didn't actually beat R-Truth he beat Andrade
0: oh okay. (laughs) well yeah I mean I I am surprised they let him do that if I'm honest because you know what they're like, WWE, when they need somebody from the main event pitcher to just lie down, Samoa Joe is more than willing to do it for them. No, 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 no. So he's been rewarded. I, I, I <laughs> he's it's been, been rewarded. He's been the rewarded.
1: They lose it again in two weeks or a week because it's going around like a hot potato.
0: I don't know. I, th- I think if you, got, if you got the title on someone like Joe... I think it's time to get him to elevate the title. I think you oh, could I totally agree. I, yeah. I think he is the kind of person who if WWE were going to have him elevate the title, then they or someone elevate the title and get it back in the position where it should be, he could be the one who goes to SummerSlam or even Survivor Series with it. I do hope so. I, like I a bit. honestly as I know that I joke You're and I happy. I talk well, I know that I joke and I talk about how Samoa Joe has given up and how he just likes to lie down for anyone who comes along. Um, I know I joke like that, but at the end of the day, I'm a big Samoa Joe fan. I love the look, I love the feel of the guy. I think he's, I think he's amazing between the ropes, even today at his advanced age of, what is it, forty, forty-three, forty-four? Not sure everything, but I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with about that age. It was four and then an even number. Um, (laughs) So I'm going to go with about that age. Um, But anyway, at his advanced uh, age that he is, late in the game, as it were, I I respect him a lot for how well he can go. Um, But he, he needs building up with a title like this, considering how much they've absolutely buggered his chance of being a legitimate contender for the WWE title at this stage. Um with the amount of losses they've had him suffer against a j Styles when they just just had nothing to do with a j Styles and they're just like, well, he's a champion, he's got to be a fighting champion, that's his gimmick let's let's put some Joe in again for the fourth time in as many weeks.
1: well, let's just see where it goes, Rich. I mean,
0: I do hope they do give him a left to run with it. But I just don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. I think this time in a week it'll be on Carmella. Right, moving on. Moving on. You got a segue. You
1: got a segue for me. Yeah, and then what segues? My segues of died of death. But did you
0: did you write them down before you came before you came on? Were those the two? No, no, no they were just off the cuff. Off the cuff, nice. Off the cuff segues, <laughs> nice. <laughs> So, moving um, on, what what's next on your big list of things that we need to talk about this week?
1: There isn't really that much else going on. I mean, I've watched MLW this week. Um, that was an in, uh, uh, intimidation games. that was pretty cool. Yeah. With like two matches. But
0: it was pretty awesome for an hour show with Jim Cornette on commentary. I I have been listening to Jim Cornette's podcast over the last few weeks. Um it has been some of the best stuff that I've I've heard on a podcast for a long time. That guy is on fire when there's a mic in his hand. Um and I really respect him. Um within the industry especially since leaving the WWE and what he does nowadays. Um some of the products that he's he's associated him with have been have been really really good and i think he's one of those few people much like um much like jr who doesn't patronize the non-wrestling audience he he's quite happy to talk in terms he's quite happy to he's quite happy to talk about wrestling without necessarily without necessarily patronizing his audience and assuming they're all marks um he talks to the smarks and he talks nicely to them and he talks with the respect that I think is sometimes lost in other areas within the business. So I really do like Jim Cornett. He's a good commentator. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for your input, Jay. Thanks for your input. There is. There is. (laughs) So MLW is pretty good. it would
1: be a good fit. Yeah.
0: That's a callback to Twitter. So MLW, generally, you've been enjoying it
1: yeah if anyone is on it yeah I keep saying it watch mm. it it's some of the best lessons you're going to see
0: well I've got a free weekend coming up so I may actually put some time into MLW and just kind of get a feel for it as I catch up with everything moving into Fastlane um, are we well, doing a go home show for Fastlane this I've is sort of this, done that, this is I mean, the go I'm home doing show,
1: Fastlane. Doing a prediction show for Fastlane
0: um, we can do a prediction show on Saturday if you want um, I don't know Maybe maybe we should let our audience decide audience no. I they've
1: they've not, yes, I think, you think, yes. You
0: think yes? Okay. I think they said yes. You think they said yes? Okay. Then I'll tell you what. Let's record that. Um, let's record that going into going into fast lane, and we will have it up um, on Sunday for six or seven a.m. Six or seven a.m. <laughs> yeah, we'll record it on Saturday night. Um, and we will be able to put all our predictions ahead um and we'll be able to kind of look into next week. Um and we will do our weekly show that we're doing at the moment because I think I think weekly is the way to go with this. Um how about you? Yeah, Jay? I
1: think we should definitely do a post fast lane list with Road to WrestleMania and NXT to New York.
0: Yeah, I think we can I think we can do that. Um so Next week, um, I think we're aiming for about Tuesday or Wednesday for the drop, so we will look at doing both of those, um, as well as the the pre-show and the post-show and all of that hierarchy. Um And it might we might start going a bit long as we come into WrestleMania season, because obviously after Fast Lane is usually when the news starts coming in thick and fast. I think we'll be better to do one long episode than we will be to spread two episodes over the course of um, a week, as it were. But I don't know. We'll see what works and we'll see what sticks and we'll see how we go. Um, any um, any closing remarks or anything else you wanted to talk about before I go to closing remarks, Jay? No, you go right ahead. Ah, well, um, as always, we are available on Anchor, Twitter, Spotify, Google Podcasts, um, Breakcast, i don't even know if that exists um, okay. <laughs> apple <laughs> podcasts um radio podcasts uh, pretty much anywhere where there are good there are good podcasts I've found um my Spotify. yeah <laughs> the, in fact there's going to be a pre-recorded me come at the end of this show who's just going to list everything um please keep an eye out for the jfabe youtube channel that's where you're going to be able to get um outtakes and lots of lots of silly little conversations that didn't make the show um along with obviously some of our best bits um all in there it's a nice accessible medium for you guys to really tell your friends about us in a way that's in a way that's good find something funny on the show you'll probably find it on the youtube um over the coming weeks um after it's aired that's coming over the next two weeks so listen out to our next shows and i will be telling you all about them um shall we stick a fork in this and say 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 we're done jay beard and bear out, beard and bear out. indeed indeed it is always a pleasure i have been rich beard Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I am rich. I am bearded.
1: I think it's the other way around. I I'm enjoy, not being bare.
0: I am not being bear. <laughs> you're rich and you're bare. I see. I've, I've now got. I've now got Phil in the room with me, turning around and very, very seriously looking me in the eye and saying, "Yeah, I would have said you're bare." Yeah, exactly. Because I have a beard. I had a beard. I mean granted it's not former beard but why do I have to be the bear <laughs> in fact I'm extending this podcast in order to ask this question where's my fucking wine why do I have to be the bear but I mean beard and the bear out, beard, beard, <laughs> beard and bear isn't even like a it's not even like a famous saying that we're knocking off it's just beard and it's just bear it's just two That's words right. that sound almost the same
1: Why are you so against it? Why are you so against it? Just let it be. Just let it be
0: Beard and Bear. So he has been Jay, that is Beard. I have been Rich, that is Beer. Beard and Bear out. That's really hard to say, actually. Let's just stick with Beard and Bear. Okay. Okay. Beard and Bear out. Bye. 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 Bye.
1: Bye. Beard and Bear. All right.
0: hey guys it's rich here from jfabe just interrupting the regular show to remind you of how you can get in touch with us over this vital wrestlemania season we are available on anchor apple podcast google podcast spotify breaker pocketcast radio public and stitcher if you contact us via anchor we have a message box where you can leave a message we are currently 100 ad free while i build the infrastructure to ensure we give you guys the best listening experience week in week out for as long as we can jay is manning the podcast on twitter that is jfabe podcast that's at jfabe podcast that's at jfabe podcast i am rich jfabe on twitter or at rjfabe if you like us please feel free to let us know through twitter facebook or leave us a message on anchor we don't mind Please keep an eye out as we will be announcing our YouTube highlights channel where you can hear short clips of some of our podcast best bits over the rest of WrestleMania season along with some exclusive content that we certainly couldn't release in a full-on episode so you will you will hear all sorts on there we'll be dropping shows on raw smackdown and nxt as we build towards our wrestlemania access week we're looking to increase our output after our exclusive fast lane special to be released at midnight on monday the 11th of march that is 12 a.m gmt 7 p.m eastern so if you're in the u.s don't have the network you will be able to hear all about it before you even get home from work please keep an ear out for that episode too as monday the 11th of march we will be announcing our road to wrestlemania schedule we'll be increasing episodes trying to give you everything we can in the run-up to wrestlemania weekend so there will be at least two shows weekly plus a one-shot shorter episode if there is any breaking news that we just have to talk about but that's not all, because it's one of the more pay-per-views. WrestleMania weekend is traditionally where myself and Jay will be absconding to our secret bunker in order to drink and party, and this year we'll be inviting you to join us. Just in time for an NXT takeover on Friday the fifth of April, we will drop a post-show on the sixth. On the seventh, we will be covering ROH NJPW Super Show at Madison Square Garden, that caused many a monocle to be dropped in Canada's sweet, sweet McMahon tuna when it sold out in less than an hour late last year as well as all the speculation and last-minute rumor and innuendo going into the big event. But wait, that's not all. On Monday, the 8th of April, we'll be dropping our WrestleMania post-show podcast, where we will go match-by-match, horrible segment through horrible segment through everything we can. We hope you can join us for the party. We're going to be drinking. I'm not going to be able to edit out any of our libels, so whatever we say on WrestleMania weekend will remain said. We hope you can join us. It's going to be one hell of a time. Now back to the JFave conversation. Thank you for listening.